Hi, hello, how are you, sunshine? Welcome to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Diddle. I am a small town girl from upstate New York. I'm a diagnostic medical sonographer, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, six-figure entrepreneur, future functional medicine doctor, and conscious joy spreader. I am obsessed with helping you navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively uplevel your life starting today. The strength of a woman is not measured by the impact that all her hardships in life have had on her. But the strength of a woman is measured by the extent of her refusal to allow those hardships to dictate her and who she becomes. See Joy Bell. There's something about being a strong, independent woman in this world that's intimidating and scary and lonely. And there's a degree to which people just will never understand unless you are that woman. Today, I want to talk about how you're measuring your life. What labels are you placing on yourself? What labels are you letting other people place on you? Because here's the thing that I read that was so pivotal in my life. Insanity and greatness are next door neighbors. They borrow each other's sugar. And I started laughing so hard when I read that. And I was like, this is so true. You want to be great. But before you're great, you're actually insane. Like that's just actually what I decided when I was reading through. uh, I can't even remember what I was reading through a book the other day and listening to a podcast. And I was just thinking about mastering something. Those really skilled individuals, whether it be in tennis, in piano, in walking on a tightrope, in teaching biochemistry, I don't know what it is that, that you've mastered or you know somebody who's mastered, but there's something about mastery that requires you to shut off massive areas of your life to truly focus on that one thing. And on your way to becoming you will be called insane and brave and, and all these words that people use. And they just throw out there like it's nothing. But if you go to Webster, like I did, you'll see that they're pretty intertwined. So I went to Webster and I thought, I want to know what insanity means. I want to know what greatness means. And I want to know what mastery means by definition, right? So insanity, unsoundness of mind or lack of the ability to understand something that prevents one from having the mental capacity required to enter into a particular relationship status. It was like this long run on sentence. And I was like, and then it started talking about like criminal and civil responsibility. I was like, where is this going? We just went like a hard left. So that one kind of lost me. I was like, okay, unsoundness of the mind is what I left with. Greatness, the quality or state of being great. Awesome. Well, you're not supposed to use the word in the definition, but it went on to say as in size or skill or achievement or power. I think greatness is a next level achievement in something. Mastery, possession or display of great skill or technique. So you can see where mastery and greatness go together, but on the way to greatness and on the way to mastery, you've got to do some insane things. You might have to say no to the chicken fingers in the restaurant for nine months if you want to step on stage and be a bodybuilder. You might have to say no to the wine or the beer or the liquor 
if you're a recovering alcoholic, trying to be great in your life, trying to change your life. Well, that's insane. That was your coping mechanism before. It's a bold word to throw out, but it's meaningful if you use it in the right context. Urshana, you're going to medical school. Why? You're insane. You make great money. You make great money and you have a house and you're in a relationship. Why would you, why would you go back to school, put yourself in debt? You're insane. Well, gee, thank you. If somebody calls you insane, I want you to take it as a complete compliment and realize you're on to something. You're manifesting greatness. You're working towards mastery. And very few people can jump over that big, big hurdle of being called certain things or labeled certain things to actually achieve what they're meant to be doing here. Now, when I say that insanity and greatness are next door neighbors, it means it goes back and forth because your life is a roller coaster. Like there is nothing that's, you know, the highs are high, but they're going to go away. And then the lows are low, but they're going to go away. And so is insanity and greatness. Because every bold venture in your life, every risk you take, every deep dive into the unknown, it requires a level of mastery that leads you to kind of sidestep sometimes not so gracefully, on the line of changing the world and losing your mind. There were so many moments in my bodybuilding career that I was like, what am I doing? I've lost my mind. I'm eating chicken and rice and I have no friends. Cool. I did amazing things with that mindset. That mindset of I can do anything. I can, I can, you know, I don't care what people are saying. I want this. This is my passion, my purpose right now. Same thing with medical school. It feels sometimes like a backstep or a sidestep instead of forward. Especially if you don't have the support. But virtually everything we do is to change something about how we feel. Something to do with deep-seated purpose and concentration. And with that type of focus... With that type of drive, you're going to meet challenges and failures and setbacks. But I offer you a moment to meet them with an open mind. The roadblock is set up for you. The other night I was driving home from work and I'm exhausted. It's 11 o'clock at night. Your girl goes to bed at like 8.30 and they closed down my exit. And I was like, oh, really? That was a roadblock. I took a different way home. I took a few deep breaths. I said, this way is for me tonight. Keep an open mind. Maybe there was, you know, somebody was going to walk in the middle of the road and the universe was making sure that I didn't hit that person. Maybe something was going on with the road work that I just didn't need to see. I don't know what it is, but I'm always ready to learn another life lesson. I'm always ready to be called insane again. Backpack gear up alone. You're insane, Shauna. You're brave. That's why I wrote my first book. I was like, hmm, insanity, insanity on paper. So from the outside looking in, if you look at my life right now, if any of you know me at all, just even the slightest bit, it may appear like I don't have my life together or it may appear like I have it all together. But I'm here to tell you, it depends on the day. Constantly moving, changing careers, dating new people, taking big risks. Is that the definition of insanity? What if I told you I was a don't dare miss it woman? I don't dare miss it. 
you can take that and put it into whatever context you want. But for me, what that means is like, I will not have regrets. If I go today, if this is my last podcast, I have no regrets. I have, I have true through and through followed my heart. I sought out insane opportunities. I still do every day. Don't tell Cam this, but I just applied to be a barista. (laughs) Why? Because I want to know how to make better coffee. And I think if I can start somebody's day with a smile and a cup of coffee, there it's just going to be a ripple effect. And what better way? Like people are genuinely happy in a coffee shop. So yeah, little side note there. I finish responsibilities and I feed on what people say is impossible. Johnny, you're leaving your eight to five to start a, to start a business, a personal training business. Everybody's doing that. You're not going to be successful. Y'all, I kicked ass in that business and it was up, it was up and running and closed down within two years. I reached a plateau of what I felt I, w- I could only superficially help people. And then I got super sick and I, and in my healing journey, I was like, oh my gosh, I can help people to this other level but I had to be willing to close that door to open this bigger one. When I was interviewing for school, naturopathic school, they said, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? And my vision for myself and the people that I'm helping is, is the definition of insane. It's so big, but if your goals and your dreams and your aspirations aren't to some degree, a little insane, then what are you doing? Now, listen, you got the wrong podcast if you're looking for the girl who's playing it safe and uh, and measuring life with a tape measure to make sure everything is perfect. Because the way I measure life is, is with a rope. There's a lot more flexibility. I have no idea what the numbers are, but I'm going to take a wild guess. So put away the tape measure. Put away the straight line, the perfect numbers, and the way you think life should be. Dedicate your life to the process of becoming somebody that you want to become. In doing that, be prepared to be called insane. That insanity leads to greatness. That greatness leads to mastery. And there's nobody like you with the skills that you have in your heart. Becoming a don't dare miss it woman does not mean you always have support. It does not mean it's easy. Damn, when things happen in my life, I look back and I'm like, I have no idea why that just happened for me, but I can't wait to find out why it did. And sometimes I find out in five minutes and sometimes I find out in five years, but your life is fully connected. How structured you want to be about it? How straight you want those lines when you're hanging your TV? That's on you. But the stress compounds. Perfection leads to stress and it compounds in your life and it looks very ugly. For all of us, we're not meant to be chronically stressed. And if I think about it, for all of my adult life, when I go to hang something, it's usually crooked. I try really hard to use the measuring tape, really hard to use the the level. I'm pretty good now, you know, but I still eye things way more than I grab the measuring tape because I shrug my shoulders and laugh and think, that's life. It's not perfect. It's not straight. It's confusing. It's messy. It's sticky. It's heavy. But it's freaking beautiful because I'm here. I get to talk to you. I woke up today. Some people didn't wake up today. I'm here to tell you your bliss, your flow in life, your happiness, it's impacted by how you measure your life. 
We live in a world of measurement and metrics, and we're taught to prioritize a metrics-driven life over one that's values-driven or belief-driven or gut instinct-driven. More becomes the ultimate symbol of success. I'm here to tell you, less is truly more. When I emptied out and sold everything in my townhouse after my divorce and I had a little small U-Haul of things, I'd never felt so free in my whole life. A cluttered house is a cluttered mind. More is not the symbol of success that you're truly seeking for your heart to be happy. Keeping up with the Joneses is, is not fun. So we're taught to seek more. More status, money, fans, followers. More of everything that can be quantified. But here's the thing, that's not an accurate measurement of your happiness and of your don't dare miss it opportunities. You're missing them. Take a moment and think if you can reel in the tape measure a little bit. Reel in your need for validation, your need to do what your mom and dad think you should be doing, your need to please everybody but your own heart. Because the metrics we choose to measure our life by permit the the success that we have, the mastery and the greatness that we have. So listen, being successful on your own terms means you might not be successful in the eyes of other people, in the eyes of society. Clap for your damn self. I'm proud of you. Prioritize values over a resume. Prioritize hearts over eyeballs, what people are seeing. Prioritize depth over reach. Go deep, have the conversations, get uncomfortable. And how can we do this? Let's think about a few ways we can measure our time, measure our impact. We can measure our time with people who matter, right? There's nothing more precious in this world than the people that you get to smile with and say, I love you and go to bed with every single night. Instead of measuring how many likes you got on Facebook or Instagram on your last post, measure your last face-to-face contact with somebody with your closest friend. How deep did you go with that conversation? What's the quality of that relationship and are you adding to it? The quality of your relationships is more important than the size of your audience. I have an Instagram following of like 12,000 followers, right? There's three to 500 people about that follow my life, that look at my stories every day, that comment, that message me, three to 500. Now, where did those 12,000 come from? When I was a competitor and I had a 12 pack set of abs that looked fake. Apparently that went viral once and I got a bunch of followers and I wasn't private. So anybody just followed me. That was it. That's it. Did it get to my head? Hell yeah, it did. It left really quick too. Cause none of those people matter. You know, the people that matter, the people who listen to this podcast, the people who have read my book, the people who support me signing up for my newsletter, messaging me, asking me for my recipes. I love you all for that. Measure time with people, not the size of your audience. Measure impact instead of reach. Instead of measuring how many people you're trying to reach, measure the impact you're having on the people you've already reached. I've impacted so many people's lives. I can't believe it. 
I can't believe when I get messages that are like, Shauna, you changed my whole world. I left my job and started my own business and you believed in me. You're the only one that believed. And I can't, I, and it just brings tears to my eyes. I have no words for the impact that I've had on people. So instead of trying to reach others, I want to go deeper with the ones I've reached. And in turn, you guys, it's a ripple effect. People talk about you. More people come to you. I didn't have to market for my business to grow. I remember the week that I got like 20 new clients and I started like crying because I was like, dad, um, I can't, I can't do all these plans and programs. I'm out of my league here. And he's like, grow your business. Noted. Did it. Done it. Love that for me. Right. Continually seek to go deeper instead of further. Measure what you give rather than what you earn. We are so focused on freaking money. And people have called me things like oblivious and naive to money. And I'm over here like, really? Really? Because I bought a house? I move all over? I travel Europe? I do all the damn things. What do you mean? I'm ob-? Because it's not the sole focus of my life anymore. Keyword, anymore. Because it used to be. That's why I can speak on it. I obsessed over it, obsessively measured how much I earned, how many hours could I work. The more I made, the more I spent, the quicker left my bank account. But when I stopped doing that and started measuring, how much time can I give to somebody? How can I donate my time? How can I teach something that I know within me? How can I reach people I've never reached before? Oh my gosh, my heart was a different kind of full. What if we looked at what we could contribute to somebody's life instead of what we could take? I'm telling you, your time is valuable. You don't need to be rich to make a difference in this world. Measure experience instead of goals. Goals are so limited. They're so limited. It's always about the getting there. I don't want to get to the end of my doctorate program. I want to experience every moment on my way there. Because you know at the end, they're going to hand me a piece of paper and be like, best of luck to you, doc. And I'm going to be like, oh shit. So do I have big goals in, in mind for my future? Hell yeah, I do. But the experiences along the way is what, what's going to make that goal so beautiful. That's how I can contribute to those goals. That's how I can change people's lives. Because goals, once they're achieved, they tend to be replaced with something new. I'm guilty of this. We're human. It's normal. But satisfaction then becomes a task-driven, temporary pain. Like, we got to get to the next thing. Instead, measure experiences that bring value into your life through the people you meet, the coffee shops you go to, the places you drive to, the beaches you walk, where you travel, or things you love to do. Your experiences matter way more than the getting there. Because your final destination means you have no more experiences to be had. Think about that. That was deep, Shona. That was deep. Okay. Lastly, I want to say, measure what you have instead of what you don't. You have so much right now. If you can listen to me right now, you probably have a pair of AirPods. Or you probably have a car because you're driving somewhere. And you're probably driving to work. So you have a job. So you have gas too, because you must have some money because you put gas in your car, right? Oh shit, look at you. You're doing good. And you woke up today. Damn. 
be a don't dare miss a woman. Don't miss the day. We spend our lives trying to bridge the gap between who we are and who we want to be. It's a bridge for a reason. It's a bridge of experiences. It's a bridge of becoming. It's not meant to be run over. We focus on what we don't have and we miss everything that we do. Tim Ferriss, he's an entrepreneur and a blogger, and he he shares, if you don't appreciate what you have now, you'll never appreciate what you get later. So, so maybe we should spend more time nourishing our lives instead of measuring our lives. Think about that for a moment. I want a million dollars in your bank account too. I want your beach house for you too. I want the yacht. I want whatever it is that you want. I tell you, when I tell you, when you get all those things, because you will get them, if you're a little insane, you're going to be great. It's going to be a mastery like any other. But when you get there, you'll just be looking for what's next because you did not appreciate the getting there. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. These are hard conversations to, to, to be had. And as I transition this podcast into a lot of, um, it's not even like scientific stuff. It's more like what I'm learning to help you include things into your life to make you and your family feel better and to put away the pills and the quick fixes and to get to the root cause. In in the getting there for me, I'm also making sure that I can impact you and, and reach your heart. Because in applying things that people talk about on podcasts or in books and stuff like that, you have to believe that you're worthy of that. You have to believe that you have enough right now. Because if you think that you don't, then you don't and you never will. So listen, I want you to measure your life using a different scale. Put away that rigid tape measure, grab the rope, just eyeball it, pull a Shauna. If we can enable ourselves to measure our lives with a different set of metrics, we can increase our happiness. It's a ripple effect. We can make other people happier. You, just you, are positioned to impact the world. You have your own set of competencies, experiences, insights, You are the storyteller of your life. What story are you telling? You're pretty damn exceptional, and I'm freaking sure of it. Live in your purpose. Measure your time differently. Become a don't dare miss it woman. And when somebody calls you insane, I want you to say, thank you. I love you all so much. Be kind. Give back. Drink your water. Eat your veggies. Smile.